Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Welcome back to the Wild West Fixed Ops Roundtable. Ken Lohr is the Director of Retail Warranty Reimbursement at BelaviaBlattDealerLaw.com, a great friend of the fixed operations community. Ken, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thanks, Ted. Great to be here again. Your your show is always great, and I'm anxious to, to talk to all your folks, and let's get started. Ken, honored to have you. A lot of folks here now at the end of January, beginning of the year, and, um, you know, this past year has seen a lot of forces beyond our control, inflationary forces, you know, affect costs of labor, uh, times, and, uh, you know, probably never more important than right now to be looking at, uh, you know, what we are eligible for uh, with our retail warranty reimbursement. Yeah, 100% right, Ted. It's just, uh, it, it always surprises me that, you know, the opportunities that we have to to get retail pricing for our warranty claims and, and those that really don't take advantage of it, it, it does continue to surprise me. So just to kind of reiterate, um, there are, all 50 states have statutes now. So some of the statutes are better than others, but all 50 say, hey, listen, you're entitled to receive retail pricing for your warranty claims. Now, how you get there and how you get that that's the key. And that's where the expertise comes in. So you need to have somebody that can interpret those statutes to determine how you're going to get that. So that's really important. So it's just, it's not as easy as it just simply, hey, you just tell the manufacturer, hey, my door rate's $180 an hour. That's what I want. And my markup is cost plus 75%. That's what I want. I wish it were that easy, but it's not. So there's many, many ways to uh, get to where we need to go. So that, that's the key. So, and it's, it's just so important today for sure. And here we are in January again, and we're planning for our, for our year. And this is the time to really start thinking hard and preparing what, what you're going to do for 2023. And, and fixed ops is never more important than just now because we're, we're seeing the changes like you described in the industry. So, and, and Ken, we wouldn't, if I may, we wouldn't be even having this conversation were it not for Belavia Blatt, your firm, which pioneered 20, 25, maybe more years ago, the fact that we could go back and Len Belavia, your senior partner, who's here on the roundtable, uh, God bless Len, okay, because he is the one who went to bat for the dealers and you are the firm that has really been instigating this and instituting it and have really perfected it, Ken. So um, give, take us to the basics. Um, yeah, I mean, why, why now and why file? Well, you're, you're right. And, you know, we advocate for our clients. So uh, we stand behind you and we represent you. And, and you're right. Len's been doing this longer than anybody. So we've seen it all. We've seen uh, all the changes in the amendments and what has to be done to get there. But basically, we're trying to establish what our retail rates are for both parts and labor 
and we're trying to collect the disparity between what the manufacturer is currently paying us and what we charge our retail customers. So that's the Reader's Digest version of it. Like I said, how we get there is different for every state because the statutes are different. But, you know, it, it just never ceases to amaze me. I, ju- I just saw a dealer that had a $78 warranty labor rate. Unbelievable. And a $140 door rate. I mean, we're talking about, what is that, a 60 dollar disparity between the two. So our goal is to capture as much of that disparity as possible in a filing. So there's so many things that can affect what you actually collect because it's basically what you charge your customer net. Meaning if you give a customer a discount, you have to account for that discount. So if your door rate's $140 an hour and we do some warranty type or warranty-like work, and we charge that customer $140 an hour, but discount it by 10%, that's going to affect your outcome, right? So there's lots of things that, that will affect what you actually receive. So it's the very rare occasion that if your door rate's 140, that you're going to get 140. You know, every, everybody has some discounts involved. And then there's other things that are warranty-like repairs that are included that are done at a lesser rate. And a good example of that is some states, we have to include brakes and batteries, right? Nobody charges their door rate to put a battery in or brakes. Most don't. So those are done at discounted rates. So we have to account for that. And we have to understand some of the things that we can do to mitigate that. So that's where the preparation comes in. And we do a lot of that with our clients. Since we're all fixed ops people, and I've been in fixed ops, I'm not going to say how long because I don't want everybody to know how old I am, but it's been a long time. So, And you worked for one of the biggest, well, the biggest Ford dealer, okay? Uh, Can I mention the name? Sure, if you want. Galpin Ford. Uh, Bo Bachman was on the show, and uh, Ken uh, is retail. Uh, He worked at Galpin, and he's been leading this now for – uh, Belavia Blatt. And by the way, everybody, uh, Ken takes the onus off the service manager and the service director and their firm, which is a legal firm, goes to bat and does all that legwork. All right. And does it properly. And they have the experience in all of the 50 states that he's mentioning right now. And since the manufacturer, Ken, if I, if I forgive me if I overspeak, the manufacturer probably has a legal department just poised to look at all of these uh, submissions you actually do that on behalf of the dealer and your legal firm, and um, you know all the ins and outs. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, all the manufacturers either have in-house counsel or they retain outside counsel, which specializes in dealership franchise law. So um, they stack the deck against you. Um, so when you do have a legal issue, we're here to support that. And we're the only law firm that does this. So uh, if you're faced with uh, submitting for whatever that number is and the manufacturer rebuts it for whatever reason based on the statute or whatever their interpretation of the statute is, if you have another vendor that doesn't have that legal expertise, where are you going? That just shuts you down. So um, we have the in-house counsel that supports every submission we have. Now, 
Ted, we don't have a lot of that because our submissions are 100% accurate. So the only time we ever get a rebuttal is based on some, you know, outlier that the manufacturer wants to interpret the statute in a different way. So we're able to counter that successfully 99% of the time. So we have a zero failure rate. It's 100%. So so you need to have that expertise and our law firm gives that to you. And we also have the fixed ops side of the business. All our analysts are fixed ops people. So we have the best of both worlds. A great analogy. You know, I could file my taxes myself, but I'm not a specialist in that. So I go to a specialist and you know what, for the small investment that it takes to be able to bring the specialist in, um, they know the ins and outs. And I think, you know, the same thing, uh, Ken, is true here. Let's talk a little bit about EV vehicles. Um, you know, maybe not a huge portion of our business today, but we're planning now and it's growing. A lot of investment being made on behalf of certain manufacturers by the dealers. Those batteries at some point are going to be a very expensive item. And why is filing for retail warranty reimbursement today an important thing in looking ahead on the EV frontier? Well, Ted, you know, what What we anticipate happening with the OEMs, the manufacturers, is batteries are going, going to become a no-charge um, situation for the manufacturer. In other words, a lot of the manufacturers are going to ship you a battery. If you need to replace a battery, hey, we'll provide the battery for you. Uh, or they will provide zero markup and a handling fee. Let's just talk about Ford Motor Company. I mean, I'm sure we have a lot of people that work in a Ford store. So everybody in a Ford store understands that, hey, if I put a transmission or an engine in a vehicle under warranty, Ford's going to pay me anywhere from $300 to $600 markup. It's a handling fee. It, it isn't markup. They don't pay us anything other than that. And we might be putting in a $20,000 diesel engine in a truck and we get $600 for that. So if you file for an increase under your state statutes, the vast majority of statutes prevent the manufacturer from doing that. In other words, you have, the manufacturer has to pay you your markup. If we establish your markup that costs plus 75%, that engine that you just replaced you get 75% markup on that, not $600. So fast forward to the future and these batteries, which are, you know, ten dollars to $20,000, and we're, we're going to get hit with handling fees, or they're going to send you that, that battery at no charge, wow. and you're going to install it and get paid to labor, which they'll probably reduce that too. So that's another conversation. So you've got to get ahead of it and prepare. So we see that coming. Uh, we anticipate that coming, and you need to mitigate it. So the only way you're going to get your markup is if you file for retail reimbursement under your statute. Ken, if our audience um, is thinking of filing for retail reimbursement, uh, let's say through your firm, what's their investment uh, in order to do something like this? Well, that's a good question. You know, we we charge a reasonable flat fee. Um, Anybody that wants to talk to me about that fee, just call me or email me. I can tell you what that is. But here's what I'll add to that. The fact is, when you receive, when you get an approval for retail warranty reimbursement, the fee is actually paid by the manufacturer by the extra gross you get. 
you know, so, you know, our average client receives anywhere from 250 to $400,000 a year in additional gross profit. The fee becomes, it's not a consequence. It's not even important. The manufacturer pays for that fee out of that gross, which is just a sliver of what you're going to receive. So basically, it's free money. You need to take advantage of it, and the manufacturer ends up paying the fee for you. So it's not a consequence. I know a lot of fixed ops directors uh, in the past six months who have changed seats and are now at new locations, and certainly fixed ops and service managers, parts managers who are leading uh, large groups and small uh, companies as well. Uh, Why should this be, it seems obvious, but why should this be at the top of their priority list for 2023? Well, if if you're a new fixed ops director, especially a corporate level fixed ops director overseeing, you know, a large group of stores, the first thing obviously you're going to want to look at is your pricing. So, and, and, and again, it's, it's amazing what these folks find um, working with a fixed ops director now of a large dealer group, and he found exactly what we're describing, the, that the group had not applied for retail warranty reimbursement. And we are talking millions of dollars in a group. So uh, I call that the low-hanging fruit. So if you're a fixed ops guy and you've got a group of stores, you're looking at that. That's the first thing you want to look at, obviously, to make sure that you're receiving retail pricing for your warranty claims. Because if you're not and you get that multi-million dollar increase, that is a huge deal for your dealer. And, you know, let's be honest, uh, like I said, that's the low-hanging fruit. We can get that for you. And that's just instant gross. Ken, what about a dealership that... uh may have filed and received reimbursement a year ago, 18 months ago. Should they be talking to you as well? Yeah, I mean, our, our, our business is dynamic. And as we know, over the last two years with inflation running rampant on us at, what was it, 8.7% last year, uh, our expenses internally at the dealership level don't reflect that. They're higher than that. You know, especially when we talk about technicians and their pay and the difficulty in finding technicians. Diesel technicians are impossible to find. All those types of expenses don't accurately reflect what the CPI is. So it's really important that every year, as you increase your rates, we need to take a look at the opportunity to increase our warranty rates as well. And the only way you're going to get that is to file for a new submission. So most states allow you to file at least once a year. There are some states that allow you to file twice a year. Some are uh, based on calendar year. So, for example, let's say you file for an increase in October 2022, and at the end of the year, say January, you raise your rate again, then, of course, we can refile for you right then and there because it's a new calendar year. So, again, all the statutes are different. So you have to be aware of what those statutes are and the place to go is, is, is us. We know the statutes and, you know, shoot me an email. I can tell you, it doesn't cost you anything for me to tell you what you're entitled to get. And of course, you know, we do projections for our dealers and clients that aren't our clients yet. We do projections for them too. So give us some numbers. We can do a projection for you. It doesn't cost you anything and let you know what you're entitled to get. 
everybody to be on the Fixed Ops Roundtable. You've got to be the best of the best. We don't just let anybody in. And Ken Lohr at DealerLaw.com, Retail Warranty Reimbursement, they are the pioneers, the leaders. They are the best in the industry. And um, Ken, I understand you're going to be at uh, later this week at NADA in Dallas. Yeah, we're, we're going to be at NADA. We have a nice booth uh, set up this year. It's going to be in a great location, 6830. So okay. look at your map. Uh, come see me. I'm happy to... I've got my computer with me. I've got my laptop. I'm happy to give you projections at the show. If, uh, you know, bring your page five or six of your financial statement with you so we can get some information and I can give you a projection within five minutes and, and let you know what, what the possibilities are. So uh, that's done at no charge. I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have at the show. So uh, look forward to seeing everybody there. And a lot of folks, of course, don't attend NADA, uh, but they need to reach out and need to talk to you. Uh, your email is scrolling across the bottom of the screen, uh, klor at dealerlaw.com. Uh, Ken, is that all right if our audience uh, reaches out to you there? And, uh, of course, on the website, great website, dealerlaw.com. Right, dealerlaw.com or just klor, L-O-H-R, at dealerlaw.com. Shoot me an email and I'll, I'll get right back to you. Everybody, 2023 is uh, in full steam, and it's time to take a look at uh, uh, your retail warranty reimbursement. Ken Lohr is the director of that for DealerLaw.com. Belavia Blatt, the leaders in the industry, uh, we highly recommend him. And uh, Ken, very uh, very honored to have you and Glenn Belavia here at the show. Pleasure to be here, Ted. I appreciate it. Reach out, everybody. Ken Lohr at DealerLaw.com. Here today at the Fixed Stops Roundtable. Thanks, everybody.